Smile High Morning Show with Danny Williams. Weekday mornings at 9. For Nichuskin, which means Kadri's probably gone. And Mormon, more like more moms, all on a back turning, sun burning, Taco Tuesday edition of the program. Danny, let's go. Oh my goodness gracious. Who do you think you are? I am. That's right. What to do, baby? Yeah. Got a good one today. Feeling real good about it. Yesterday was all just made up stuff. I don't even know what happened yesterday. Probably some lies in there. But uh, today's the real deal. Got the full show, the real experience. Uh, I am Danny Williams along with Danny Bailey. We're at the Double D's. You know, right? We appreciate you guys being with us. 303-831-1340 is the hotline as well as the text line. Both. Stream us or watch us at milehighsports.com. Radio on demand tab. Listen closely. Radio on demand tab. While you're there, we'll get you podcasted versions of our previous works. Don't click on podcast. Okay. You're going to get stone appetite if you click on podcast. But <laughs> uh, yeah, 98.1 FM, 107.5 HD3. Why don't you try that one? Um, yeah, thanks for being with us this morning. 9.03 a.m. in the Mile High City, live from the Tech Center. A lot to talk about. I mean, like, this NHL season, it feels like the playoffs kind of started um, three months ago. They just hoisted the cup a couple of weeks ago. The free agency has started. The NFL, The NHL draft was last week. I mean, this does the NHL season. Who knew it was so much fun? You know, who knew? Uh, but yeah, man, the abs with the new deal for Nichuskin. Eight years or six years? I think eight it's for years. eight years and six million dollars. That's a lot of money for yeah, a, eight years, like 49 or something, I think is what I saw. You know, this guy was a first round pick, like a lottery pick, a high pick, like a top 10 pick. Nichuskin flamed out. Of the league. Flamed out of the league. Wham played another country. Which, you know, there's some good hockey in other parts of the world, but it's not NHL hockey. And this guy comes back, finds his way, and the rest is kind of history. Got 48 million bucks. He's looking forward to about 50 million bucks. Dang. Okay. You know, was uh, he more valuable to this team than Kadri? Well, it seems so. It seems that way. Um, and Kadri was great. I, no, nothing is you know, set in stone. But it doesn't look like we're going to be able to bring Kadri back. Who Talk about hero. Unbelievable you know, uh, playoff run. Making up for everything that went wrong the year before when he gets himself suspended. 
and they could have really used him last year, comes back and is heroic on every level. So I'm not sure who I would have, you know, but Nachuskin was just clutch over and over and over and over and over again. And probably quietly a lot better of a player than guys like me realized during the regular season. But Nachuskin, man, let's go. Saddle up, partner. You know? Uh, it's going to be a long one here. So good for you. Good for you, bud. That's what I would say about the whole thing, you know? Good for you, bud. Um, Okay. So, Danny Bailey, uh, how are you, buddy? The hair's looking great today. Thank you. Thank you. Is there I'm any, doing pretty well. Is there any product in that hair? I don't do product. <laughs> I just, I wash, <laughs> I condition, oh, oh, oh. I dry, not with a hair dryer. I probably should get a hair dryer. probably make it really So, pop. you're saying that sheen, that glistening off of that beautiful blonde hair, beautiful hair, is all natural? It most certainly is. Oh, wow. You hear that, ladies? People ask me if I dye it all the time. and if that you makes dye it? That makes me so mad. Dang. I say, no, I just have a fast metabolism. <laughs> uh, you're going to be dying if you mention my hair like that again. Dye it. This is natural. No, it's nice. Um, that's that's why when I moved to, I moved to Virginia from Rhode Island between yeah. freshman and uh, sophomore year of high school. Yeah. And I had just spent the whole summer in California. And I was like, I'm moving here from Rhode Island. Yeah. And people are like, no, you're not. You're <laughs> definitely from California. And so I've never lived in California in my life. Not once. And there you were like, oh, Shaw. And then you're like, we're like, kapla. And then you're like, you're going to get pitted. So pitted. We have that. So I don't know what it's called. It's like, don't even waste your time. It's just like surfer guy or something. And he's like, uh, yeah, man, it's just, he's catching waves. He's chopping it. He's getting pitted. So pitted. This live golf stuff. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I don't think people should be up in arms about it like they are. Guys want to go play in some other league. They know the level of quality is less. They know that everybody else knows this league is less. But I did see all the live guys in this like super jet thing in the air that looked like a nightclub. And everyone was having a really good time. It looked like a lot of fun. It looked like they were living a pretty good life. Yeah, I was blown away that I was on a plane. I couldn't believe it. I'm like, that's the planes. You know, I've had some turbulence before. That was I'm trying soul to plane spill right my, there. I'm trying to not spill my little drink on the little, you know, four inch by eight inch tray that I get behind, you know, giant lady seat. So, but yeah, Tiger was like, uh, he, Tiger said he just doesn't understand how the live players could give up playing in major championships. Just that I'm a winner. <laughs> But Tiger, for one, the live guys who are exempt, who have a lot of accomplishments in the PGA, like the Shambos and the DJs and the Kepkas, they can still play in the major championships. That's why it's like kind of having like your cake and need it too. These other guys who've never qualified and now can't qualify, that is something. That is a hit. You know, that is a hit to their profile. And, you know, if, if they ever thought we were going to have some kind of 
golf legacy. It's not going to be from winning the live tournament in England or Portland or Saudi or wherever these tournaments are being held that week. So, yeah, you know, Tiger kind of has the back of the PGA. Why wouldn't he? I guess. But shoot, Tiger. Upper six figures. I'm sorry. Upper eight figures, I mean, is what they offered. No, 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 no. Upper nine figures. What am I talking about? They offered Tiger upper nine figures to go to this tour. So upper 500, $500 million isn't upper. That's half. Upper to me has got to be at least starting with seven. $700 million for Tiger to go play on this tour on like six or seven tournaments. And you still come back and play the majors, the only ones you care about. I don't think Tiger could have played in all those tournaments. His body, to be honest with you. But, Didn't even play in the U.S. Open. Yeah, correct. So that's it. You know, I if I'm the if if they paid me 125 million like they did Shambo or Kepka or DJ, you probably have to go take a run at that money because in theory this league will be out of business in two or three years and you'll be back. You know, you'll you'll take your spanking by the PGA and you'll be back on the tour. <laughs> and look at all the money you just made. So you might make, you know, 2.1 winning, you know, Arnold, the Arnold Palmer Classic or the Memorial. But you got to win a lot of 2.1s to get to 100 million. So if I'm an, one of the elite guys like Phil, it's an easy. Yeah, easy. Yeah. OK, if. You know, I'm Kevin Na, who hasn't qualified to play in all these majors. I don't think so. I'm probably just sticking on the PGA Tour. Unless they offered Kevin Na $25 million. Maybe more money than he'll make in his entire PGA career. So that's it. I mean, we've talked about this one before, but Tiger chimed in and, you know, said he doesn't understand it. Well, the big thing is it's guaranteed money, right? Yes. You're making a salary. You don't have to play well to get that there, money. It's like a signing bonus. Yeah. You know, you're going to, you could still, you know, it's not taken away from any tournaments you're going to win. If you happen to have a bunch of success there, then you're going to, you know, wait, make the same kind of prize money you're making in the PGA. You play one last day of golf. Um, You know, the most beautiful courses and venues in all of the world, all of the world, not just all in America. So, yeah. All right. Let's go to break. 303-831-1340, the hotline, as well as the text line. We... Got tons of stuff to talk about. Glad you're with us. You want to join the conversation? Feel free to do so. We'll catch up on some text and hit that hotline here in a little bit. 303-831-1340. Danny Williams, Danny Bailey. It's my life sports. Oh, it's just like, dude, you get the best barrels ever, dude. Just like you pull in and you just get spit right out of them. And you just drop in and just smack the lip. back. Drop down, snap, ah! and then after that, you just drop in, just ride the barrel, and get pitted. So, so pitted. Let's go. <laughs> Show stopping at the letter. 
I love Diddy, man. This is bad boy. Take that, take that, take that. Is this Sierra or is this Danity Kane? Danity Kane. <laughs> you didn't hear him say it? Yeah, I did. I just yeah. thought there was some Sierra in there. 303-831-1340. The hotline as well as the text line. Thanks for rolling with us this morning. Okay. What about... Catch any more summer league? Catch any more in the summer league? Uh, I tuned in to check out a little bit of Chet Holmgren last night. Yeah, me too. That Giddy. Yeah, I like Josh Giddy. He's too he good great to be playing in the year. summer league. I don't know what he's doing. Yeah, there. it's like if Bones played in the summer league. It is like if Bones played in the summer. League. Actually, it's he's more accomplished than Bones. I think he's a good player. Those two. He's guys, putting up big triple doubles last year. Yeah, he's a good player. They're, they're gonna win it, right? Is it, can you bet on the t- a team to win the Summer League? They won last night. I mean, if by, you can gamble on the games, you've got to be able to bet the future on it, no? The futures. Let me see real quick here. <laughs> I, 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 don't, I don't know. I'm not really sure, but I would think that's... Let me see. Okay, Summer League. Uh, Here we go. Yes. The Summer League Championship. The what? The Pistons are plus three ninety, Clippers plus five fifty, Raptors Raptors plus seven hundred, Jazz plus eight fifty, the Heat plus a thousand, the Knicks plus eleven hundred, Portland plus sixteen hundred. There's a bunch more teams, but um, the Nuggets have the worst odds plus fourteen thousand. Aren't they two and zero? Two and one, I believe. The Thunders plus three thousand. I'm confused on this summer league. Can't any of these teams win it? Why are these odds so dramatic? Are the Pistons? Uh, I better search summer league standings. Right? No. I got it here in front of me. Um, <clears throat> there are five undefeated teams: the Raptors, the Clippers, the Heat, all one and zero. The Pistons, the Jazz, two and zero. The Nuggets are oh the Nuggets are only one and one. I thought they were two and one. Hmm. I don't know. Is this is this up to date? It is because they're four <laughs> games. They play four. They play four games, right? Yeah. Does the point differential matter? I mean, they're going to have a bunch of tied teams there at the end. I wonder how you advance. Yeah, it's I, a I good don't, question. Yeah. Okay. Game yeah. of horse. The Oklahoma City Thunder are one and one. They lost the game. Maybe I don't know as much about Summer League as I thought I did. <laughs> I feel like it's confusing because they're like down here at the bottom of the standings. There's a Utah because I think there was Summer League Salt Lake City. Mm-hmm. So you got a couple teams there, but that was only four teams. And then Golden State. So I guess there was a California Summer League that for some reason Miami was playing in. Sacramento Kings were 3-0 and in that. Watch out. Ah, I see. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> Should we bet on a team? To how do you? I think those teams with crazy odds are already in a predicament to qualify. With you know, it's points here. It looks like these teams have points. If you're one and zero, you have uh, three points. I don't. But the, Utah's two and zero, and they have five points. 
The Knicks are two and one. They have six points. Sacramento's one and one, and they have four and a half points. But they went to overtime in the game. I'm wondering how that they got some overtime. Four and a half, three and a half points for the Pacers or the Nuggets. How many points do they have? Why don't I see the? Oh, here we go. One. They have four points. I don't know how how this works. We'll get it figured out by the end of the week. <laughs> um. Yeah. Okay. Um. Would you have wanted to? Uh, who'd you rather, Nachuskin or Kadri? Who'd you rather? Um, I really I like Kadri a lot, but I think Nachuskin was the better performer down the line. Just contributed more. He was very consistent. On the ice. He was very very consistent, and that you know that goes to even how spectacular Kadri was. But that's a lot of money for a guy like that. Is he worth that? Yeah, he's worth it. You sure? Yeah. Eight years, $49 million, 6.1 a year. He's 27 years old. Had 25 goals in 62 games. Uh, Had another 27 assists, so... You know, about a point a game, a goal every other game-ish this season. He added nine goals, though, in 20 playoff games. Played through a gnarly foot injury, a broken foot. The guy played on a broken foot in these playoffs. Hockey players are on another level of toughness. Remember, he couldn't get his boot on, his skate. He had to have help getting his skate on. Yeah, he was walking into the arena with a slipper on from the hotel. So he was the 10th overall pick by the Stars in the 2013 NHL draft. You with me? He was the 10th overall pick by the Stars in 2013. Okay. And had a successful rookie campaign with like 14 goals and 79 games. Okay. But then he was plagued by injuries. Uh, his performance suffered. Um, and ahead of the 16-17 season, he was out of the league entirely to join the KHL's CSKA Moscow team. Playing in Moscow. He returned to the Stars in 18 and 19 and produced just... 10 assists in 57 games. He was placed on unconditional waivers and bought out of the final season of his rookie deal. Are you with me? You're still with me, right? Still here. That's when the Avs stepped in, took a chance on a Chuskin and signed him to a one-year $850,000 contract in August of 19. Uh, and it was like a perfect you know, partnership. Which Bednar mentioned a bunch of times throughout the run. He said, we brought him in and his confidence was down. It's built up over the years and he's become such a huge part of our team. The things he does uh, don't go unnoticed in our locker room with all of the other guys. They know the role he can play in our success. It's the system that we play and what we sort of demand out of our players on the defensive side of it 
that's a huge stretch of vowels or a strength of vowels. I'm sorry. He's a big, long, strong guy that can skate. So, I mean, what a story, right? He's out of the league. Yeah. And then when he's finally brought back in for one last hurrah by the stars, if they can get anything left out of the guy, he's worse. He's worse. But damn. For the abs, I mean, this is like, because we don't really care about the NHL, to be honest with you. You know, I mean, let's be realistic here. Um, this a story, a story like this in any other league is like, you know, a four or five minute feature on NFL pregame, all the pregame shows or something that's, you know, played on ESPN on like a sports center, you know, moment type of thing. It, 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 it couldn't this could never happen in the NBA. Oh, yeah, man. This guy he was the top pick. He went over and played in um, Israel. Came back was a heck of a player. His name's Fakou. Fakou? No, he's like there's not a situation. There's no situation that could be in at least in NBA terms, a comp to this story. And I guess the, you know, Kurt Warner used to bag groceries. You know, was slicing meat at the deli or whatever. But, as you know, a story like this is an incredible one. I love it. That's why Joe Sackick is, you know, the president. Just want to tell you, thank you, President Sackick. Good morning, Snowflakes. Yeah, just want to tell you, uh, thank you, President Sackick, for saving this franchise. I love you, Mr. S president Sackick. Uh, let's see if it's a comp, so we can play that comp here. Good morning, Snowflakes. How you doing? Great, great. I just wanted to say thank God for Donald Trump. I love you, Mr. Trump. Thanks for trying to save our country. Yeah. Thank God for Joe Sackick. <laughs> let's go to Frank. You're yeah at the end of that. <laughs> <laughs> gets me. 303-831-1340, the hotline as well as the text line. Hit us up on either of those. Join the conversation. Mm. Now we're talking. This is, um, shoot. I should be able to get this. It's Kesha. It's Kesha. No, it's not. I meant to say, um, it sounded like Kesha, but it's really, it's what I was trying to say. It's really, um, I don't know. Just tell me. Do you know who this is? Yeah, of course I do. It's, um, Drake. Let's go to break. Smile sports. And all the glitz and the glam and the fashion. And all the pandemonium and all the madness. There comes a time where you fade to the blackness. And when you're staring at that phone in your lap. And you hoping but them people never call you. Yo, man. Yo. Open up, man. Yo, what you want, man? My girl just caught me. The Smile High Morning Show with Danny Williams. Weekday mornings at 9. The girl next door, you know. Nice choice. Ratchet. 303-831-1340, the hotline as well as the text line. It's Danny Williams. It's me. I'm at TweetsDanny on Twitter. Danny Bailey's at dbailey5280 on Twitter as well. 
Thanks for rolling with us this morning. Bunch to talk about. I don't know if you saw the Von Miller. Uh, I, don't know, I had like a minute of audio yesterday at his Von's Vision event, and man, it's sweet because it's it's wild actually. Um, he's a Buffalo Bill. He signed a contract to be there for the next six years. He'll he'll retire a Bill very likely. Okay. But he's asked about the Broncos and he said, oh, man, we this and we that and Russell Wilson, this and that. And we've been coming up for a few years. I mean, it's it's crazy that, you know, the way he that's pure and true and natural. That's the truest and purest. You know, some guys would go out of their way to speak differently about a team that traded them, moved on from them, whatever. But he praised George Payton when we thought there might have been something there. Praise John Elway. And it's, Would you like me to play it? Yeah, do you have it? Yeah, I got it. Let's do some of that. I love it. You know, they got a good team. They have a really good team. They've been close. We've been close um, in the AFC West for a very long time. And now we got Russell Wilson. Um, Jerry Judy's going to be insane. Like this year, Cortland Sutton is going to be insane. And, um, yeah, I want those guys to win as many games as possible. It's just that the game versus the Bills, I, I can't even begin to process those emotions. But, you know, I want those guys to win. I want those guys to be successful. I want all the individual success, all the team success. And I love George Payton and you know, I love John Elway. Everything was, was great. I had a, a great career here, and that, uh, that I always lasts forever. Six-year contract or something. You want to play that out? Is that realistic for you? Yeah. You know, I got, How come? How come you, you want to keep playing that long? You know, it's, honestly, it's, it's bigger than just – you know, the contract is bigger than just the years. I want my, my son to remember me. I want my son to be able to remember this one, the, the, um, the one that go out here, that goes out on mile high and sacks the quarterback. And, you know, I want him to just see it and feel it, you know. But, you know, I always say if, you know, if you want to make God laugh, you know, start making plans. And I'm just taking it year by year, and I'm just taking whatever God to give All right. Loved it. You know, Vaughn had a little drama stuff. Baby mama drama. Shout end. out Troy Rank for that uh, that clip there. Thanks, Troy. Um, <laughs> I, that stuff is like fills my heart up a little bit. Vaughn is the second greatest, third greatest Bronco to ever play for this franchise. He's the third greatest player to ever play for this franchise. John Elway one, Peyton Manning two, Vaughn Miller three. Not close. Then it goes Terrell Davis. And then we can start to talk about Shannon Sharp and other guys. It's hard after that. But, you know, Vaughn is is the greatest defensive player in the history of this franchise. And and it's and they've had some great ones. Champ, Randy, the dummy, all these guys. Some great, great, incredibly all time great players. But Vaughn Miller is the the best. Um I'm I miss him. I wish he could have been a part of this next you know, little run here, but the Broncos weren't willing to spend the money on him like the Bills were. It wasn't close. The Broncos would have. You know, I read some reports. Oh, he didn't even hear from the Broncos. That ain't true. I think once they realized how far off they were, it's like we talk about this all the time. I'm a, you know I'm making deals. I'm you know buying collections things like that all the time. Sometimes you talk to a guy. I'm like, hey, well, what do you need on this? And he's like. I'm thinking like, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll have to pay 1500 for this stuff here. It's worth about, you know, 2500 or 3000 bucks. I could turn pretty quick, you know, move some stuff to all season and go put some stuff away, you know, get my money back. 
and still have some pieces. But when the guy's like, oh, 3,000? I'm like, uh, yeah. It's not even like worth coming back and being like, you know, 20, you know, 1,700? We're too far off. We're just too far off. No big deal. No hard feelings. You're an idiot, but no hard feelings. That's what happened with Vaughn and, and, the, and the Broncos and, and the Bills. The Bills see Vaughn Miller as the missing piece, doing exactly what he did for the Rams a couple of times for the Bills over the next four years, three or four years. You know, they're committed to Vaughn for three years. Top dollar. After that, they can get out of the thing. But, um, you know, Vaughn's 34. How old is Vaughn Miller? How old is Vaughn Miller? Vaughn Miller is 33 years old. Thank you. Yeah, so Vaughn, Vaughn could be Vaughn till he's 35. And we've talked about this before. Vaughn, I mean, DeMarcus Ware played into his 30s. Bruce Smith is one of the guys who pounded the table for Vaughn Miller, uh, told the Bills this was the guy they needed to get them over the top. What do those guys have in common? Well, they're two of the greatest all time. And that's not just because of the great play. It's the great. It's the production plus the longevity. Reggie White, Bruce Smith, these guys played to like their 30 and late 30s at a very high level. Vaughn knows that, sees that, has talked about that before. Um, and he's, you know, even up to a couple years ago, Vaughn was like, yeah, I'm like, you know, about halfway done with my career. People are like, halfway done? You're, bro, you're washed. But look what he did last year. Look what he, he's a different player now. It's not about this. Sh- sheer pure explosiveness and athleticism about with Vaughn anymore. Now it's got to be about some, you know, the moves matter now. Now it's got you know the 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 video work, all of the ex- all the stuff that once you lose a step, you have to become better at the other things. I think which Vaughn is appreciated and kind of you know does. But you know Vaughn's always was can be coached up. Always was. Um, not a great leader, but has turned into one at the beginning. Not, you know, he wanted to be led and coached up kind of guy, and I could appreciate that. That's why when we had, you know, Peyton and Demarcus and some of these veteran guys to leave, all that kind of stuff, uh, Vaughn just had to go out there and be the super soldier. You know what I mean? He didn't have to be more than that. And you see, Vaughn become, you know, has become you know, quite a bit of a leader over the last few years. So, you know, the Vaughn's vision stuff, that's pretty cool. I miss him. He's a great player. Vaughn Miller, Super Bowl MVP. My brother. We're living together right now. We're getting our lives together. Uh, yeah, so that's that's my thoughts on Vaughn. Give me some thoughts on Vaughn, Danny Bailey. Uh, yeah, I think it can't be understated what he's done for this franchise, for this community. He's an absolute legend i mean especially for what the ledge he did in super bowl 50 and the way like you said he held this team together afterward when there was a lot that you could have been down in the dumps about both as a fan he, and as a player again and he kind of he kind of kept kept things together through different coaches and different quarterbacks and vaughn was always there gotta have perspective it's like you forget about the most simplest of things like he was the number two overall pick after Cam Newton. Um, and he was the highest draft pick in the history of the franchise because the Broncos 
don't tank. And the Broncos are always competitive, and they're never a bottom feeder like that. So Von Miller is the highest draft pick in the history of the franchise and totally lived up to the billing, even over a Super Bowl, um, a quarterback who led a team to a Super Bowl and, uh, and won a, an MVP in Cam Newton. He's outperformed that guy. So that's it. That's my thoughts on Vaughn. I saw the Vaughn's vision stuff. The um, Loved what he had to say. He keeps it real. Dudes keeps it pretty real. And we'll see what happens with Vaughn and the Bills. I think they probably win a championship in the next three years. I bet you they win one over the next three years, the Bills. Winning a lot of them is like, eh, it's hard to do. Because you're like, damn, Mahomes, if... Probably going to break Tom Brady's record. He's going to win like 10. Well, now we're thinking like, well, when's Mahomes going to win another one? We all think he will. But after Aaron Rodgers won that Super Bowl. Oh, man. This guy. Woo. Buckle up, guys. Because this guy's about to win tons of Super Bowls. He has one Super Bowl. It's hard to win Super Bowls. Very hard. Go to break. 303-831-1340, the hotline as well as the text line. Join the conversation. Oh, okay. Turn it up. Hmm. Drake. 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 <laughs> This kid got bitey by pushing teeth. This kid is hiding the kid from the world, but this world will not hide from the kid. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Danny Williams and Danny Bailey. Taco Tuesday at Smiley Sports. I think we getting too deep. I'm talking might be too true. The Smile High Morning Show with Danny Williams. Weekday mornings at 9. No. No. No scrubs, Danny. Playing the hits today on the Taco Tuesday. 303-831-1340. The hotline as well as the text line. Thanks for being with us. Danny Bailey's playing the hits from the 80s. The 90s. 2K and today it's Tommy Two Tone, Lover Boy, the living members of TLC, and your headliner. Who's our headliner? Who do we like on this show? Sugar Ray. Yeah, Sugar Ray's great. <laughs> Sugar Ray's probably they play Sugar Ray on Cool Now. Yeah. My old cool days. Um, Should we go out to the uh, Go Fast Energy Drink text line? Sure, I'd love to do that. Tell me about it. Nervous about this one. I'm not clicking clicking any links. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It says, Uh, I never know when it's a good time to call you with your busy schedule. So I'm sending a text because I haven't gotten to the post office to mail your card yet. I'll be thinking of you all day and hoping your birthday is fabulous. 
Your Lavaza gift card was ordered before your birthday, but will arrive afterwards. And then there's a bunch of letters and numbers and equal signs. And Whoa. And a little happy birthday picture at the end there. Wow. So Thank I don't know who that was directed to, but happy birthday. Thank you. Your Lavaza gift card. Uh, it hasn't arrived yet. It's in the mail. Yeah. Sounds a little sketchy. You should click on that on the work computer and see what happens. Um. <laughs> I was nervous just to open it up. <laughs> but in the preview, I all I can see is I never know when it's a good time. And someone could text us that, I guess. Uh, um, okay. Everyone's putting these lists out of their top 10 quarterbacks. Okay. You with me? Colin Cowards has, you know, created a little bit of conversation and there's some steam behind it. I'm going to give it to you and I want your reaction. I'm going to start from number one because it's hard to go backwards with something like this. It's easier just to go from the best down. Okay. Mahomes one, Josh Allen two, Tom Brady three, Aaron Rodgers four, Russell Wilson five, Matt Stafford six, Burrow seven, Herbert eight, Kyler nine, and Derek Carr ten. Uh, Kyler at nine is a surprise. I you think he should be higher. No, I don't know if he's a top ten guy right now. But the rest of it is pretty reasonable. I mean, I think that's kind of on par with what you had the other day. Right? I'm looking at mine right now. I just changed because you name. had Wilson at five have, or four. I had um, Mahomes one, Brady two, Rogers three, Allen one. Uh, our, oh, I'm sorry. What? I have Mahomes one, Brady two, Rogers three, Josh Allen four, Russell Wilson five, Burrow six. Stafford seven. It's almost identical. So you had them flip flop. We had all the and same. You had top Allen, seven. Allen was a little lower for you. Yeah, well, just because I can't put him in front of two Super Bowl. Well, one sure, Super sure. Bowl winner and one is the greatest, greatest quarterback ever. You know, so um, it's the rest of the list that then it gets a little bit. You know, Herbert, boom, Kyler, boom. I don't know about Derek Carr. You got Derek Carr in there. You'd put Kirk Cousins in there. Someone else put Dak Prescott in there. You know what I mean? That one. I never kinda... said Kirk was top ten. I just said he's underrated. <laughs> Um, so, you know, that's it. I, <laughs> so a few things stand out to me in that conversation. No, Lamar Jackson, Lamar Jackson has to be in front of Kyler and he has to be in front of Derek Carr. And you could argue he could be in front of Justin Herbert. But if we're talking about like real, true, pure quarterback play. And then I put Herbert in front of Lamar Jackson. I don't believe Lamar Jackson is going to win a Super Bowl, but I believe he's one of the most dynamic dudes at the quarterback position ever. But if I was going to pick one of the two to have on my team, I want the traditional quarterback, Justin Herbert. Not bad for a running back. <laughs> so, yeah, that's my thought. Where's um, where's Where's he at? Right? Then... I guess my next kind of thought would be we have the fifth best quarterback in the league, okay, and Russell Wilson. And some might say Aaron Rodgers hasn't done more than Russell Wilson other than win some MVPs the last couple of years, which is powerful. But um, his teams really, other than last year, didn't go any further than Russell Wilson's teams, actually, in quite a few years. You could say that the beginning of the end for Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers. You can't debate that Patrick Mahomes is number one. You could put Josh Allen at number two. I'm okay with that. But also, like, I put him at four. You got to kind of do it to earn that, you know? It's not necessarily a power rankings. It kind of is. It kind of is. 
I just can't get out of my head, man. Russell Wilson, I'm looking at it, and it's number five, and next to him is this Broncos logo. Wow. Okay? And I'm thinking, too, if Russell Wilson was with Seattle still, where would he be if he was Steel uh, with Seattle? Where would he be on this list? I'm asking you. Um... I think he'd be somewhere he'd around nine like, or yeah, ten. Yeah, in that high singles or ten or eleven. So he's been moved up because of he's a Bronco now, right? Yeah, he's and got everything weapons, that we see, you know, better offensive line. Yeah. Okay. Exciting coaching. Uh Kyler's an interesting dude. I don't know where you slot him. You could put Burrow higher on this list if you wanted to, but then we're projecting, you know. He hasn't accomplished. Well, like more. you said, it's it's like not straight up power rankings. It's like a combination of power rankings and projections. It is right. It so. is totally and accomplishments, a, a little bit. For we sure. don't For definitely sure. the NFL is not about what you did. It's about what you're gonna do. You know, yesterday do, does not matter in that league. It's all about you know one season does not reflect upon in any way, shape, or form to a next season. It's its own story. You know, uh, movie entity in its own right. So. Yeah, I think Colin kind of nailed it. I can't get mad at Der- the Derek Carr stuff because Derek Carr could be one of like six dudes who you can talk about. And, you know, from Dak to Cousins to <clears throat> some people like Tua. There's people who they like Tua this year, think he's going to have a season. That would have been projecting a little bit. I don't know if I'd put Tua on this list. Uh, who else is not on this list here that we can consider? Any other top 10 quarterbacks that we would, you know, consider putting on this list? Or did we, or did, you know, is is it right? Is this right? I'd have to kind of think about I it. I think it's pretty accurate. I'm trying to just get a... Will Mac Jones be on that list, list somewhere? To make sure I don't forget about anybody. Mac Jones on that list anywhere? Uh, maybe after this year, but... Okay. Where's Deshaun Watson on this list? Well, it I guess it kind of depends on how you okay. assess that. Where you know? would he be on this list? He's right <laughs> now or <laughs> without playing last year? If last he was playing year. this season. If he was about to play this season. Where would he be on this list? He would probably be at 9 or 10. I'd actually have him at. After Burrow in front of Herbert, it'd be six Stafford, seven Burrow, eight Watson, nine Herbert, and ten Murray. For me. Is Tannehill a guy who should be in the conversation for the end of that list? I think he probably should, but we, for some reason, are overlooking him. I mean, I, I like him way better of a player than Derek Carr. I think, you know, I like Dak better than Derek Carr. I think Dak and Tannehill are different, but what you get out of them, I think, is kind of similar. And I think Dak has a chance to be a decent winner. I think the pressures of, you know, Dallas just gets in its own way, the Cowboys, from their owner all the way down to some of the player moves to some of the investments they make to it's hard for it to win there. It's extra hard to win there. I don't know if Dak is up for that. But he's a really good player. 
I like the Tannehill bit. That's pretty good. I mean, who are we projecting to be? The guys not on this list who are young, like Trevor Lawrence. Tua. We'll maybe bring that back on the other side. Trevor Lawrence, Tua, Bonemaster, Zach Wilson, um, Justin Fields, right? Of those guys. Who, uh, Trey Lance, who will be on this list? Let's think about that. And we'll talk about it in the second hour. 303-831-1340. The hotline as well as the text line. The two Dannys and you guys. 98.1 FM, 107.5 HD3. Turn up for me. You know I thug them, hug them, love them, leave them. But I don't trust or need them. Take them out the hood. Make them looking good. It's so crazy. First time they bust, I'm breathing. Talk about... Damn. Him and Beyonce the greatest power couple in America? Gotta be. I mean, who Are else? they the biggest power? We've Pete said this Davidson before. Kim Kardashian? Yeah, I'm being serious. We don't do royalty here like they do overseas. Ah, useful. Useful. But if we had royalty here, it starts with Jay-Z and Beyonce, right? Yeah, I mean, who maybe, else maybe Tom them? and Giselle are... Tom and Giselle like are way up there. Starting to get in that area. No, they're up there. With Tom coming out of his shell more. Give us some other power couples like that. Dang, that's hard. American royalty? Dang. All right, Smiley Sports. We doing big camp and we spending cheese. Check them out now.